0: Yo, welcome back to another episode of OnSpot Sports. I'm Jack and today's episode, we're joined by a very special guest, current sports broadcaster and reporter, Casey Standehar. Casey is a sports reporter and broadcaster in the Chicagoland area who has been a sports reporter for many different organizations, such as the NCAA, Big East Softball Championships, Northwestern College Hoops, Athletes Unlimited, among many other great organizations and also hosts for the Chicago Dogs, Athletes Unlimited Softball Games, Chicago Bandits, and so much more. I met Casey back in 2019 working for the Chicago Bandits, and I can easily say that she is one of the hardest workers I've ever gotten to talk to and see live do her work. And to have her able to share her story a little bit here with everyone today is is special. So it's going to be a fun episode, Casey. So welcome back to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Jack. Glad to be here. That was uh, such a nice introduction. Thank you. I'm, I'm honored to be on your show and kind of see what you've been up to since, you know, since the pandemic and um, a time where I think we all thought we weren't going to be doing anything in sports anymore. And um, we're back at 100%. And it's been great. And I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you today.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, I really appreciate those those kind of words. And just to have you be able to come on and share your story. And like, especially like, since like you've you've done literally everything from high school, college, and now professional sports, like, what what has this journey been like? Because it's about like, the, it's about the journey and not really the destination. Like everyone says, like, what's what's everything been like for you?
1: Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because that took me a really long time to realize and I still struggle with it sometimes. I think we, you know, with social media, we compare and we wonder why we're not further along or wish we would have started sooner. Uh, But the journey has been so fun for me. I've loved kind of grinding it out, starting small with, you know, um, working for the bandits. I kind of jumped on and I, I emailed them and said, hey, I, you know, would love to work for you guys. I don't even care if it pays. I just want to get a reel going and get some work done with you guys. And so they were really open and receptive to that, which I really appreciated. Um, And then, you know, working my way up to finally starting to get paid for some games, high school games for Comcast, doing high school football, high school basketball, um, getting more live experience and now, um, you know, covering college athletics live um, for, you know, the Big East and UIC and Loyola and a couple of different schools, Northwestern. Um, it's been so fun. And if you would have asked me if I would have been doing this two years ago when, you know, COVID hit and we all didn't really have anything, I would have been like, you're nuts, you're crazy. There's no way. I'll, I'll just be happy that I did this a little bit. And it's been so great to to do more and more, and know that uh, there are opportunities out there, so the journey continues, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like that's like uh, from doing this podcast, like everyone instills in me it's just it's about the journey, not the destination. Like yes. You just go out and just continue, to like go through the journey and like through the, through the different destinations that you're gonna go through, and everything is a grind. Like, yes. like, I I feel like that's the most fun part is just going through the grind and the process to get to where you want to be in the in the end game there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It it has been a grind like you said and that's the fun part um because you never know what exciting opportunities might come out of that like you know hosting for athletes unlimited led to me hosting for the Chicago Dogs and different things that have come up through throughout my career so far and my time in Chicago um I've been really blessed to but I've also hustled as well like I yeah. nothing I've done has been sort of handed to me so I think um, going out there and, and seeking out those opportunities is the best advice that I could give. And I know you're doing that too. And a lot of people are making their own podcasts and doing their own thing because um, if you can create content from home and through social media and TikTok, you're just as much getting experience as everybody else who's on TV right now. So yeah, yeah there's, that's awesome. There's like
0: a ton of different resources throughout all oh, that too. Like, especially like with like everything going remote as it did during yep. like, the pandemic and everything like it created what probably a thousand more jobs ju- just because of the remote and like that yes. you're able to just do it from your house or wherever from anywhere. you are
1: mm-hmm. absolutely
0: yeah and i i find it crazy how uh we both were in the bandits organization and you're not now you're in the dogs organization i was in the, the summer yes. of covid so like how how has the your time been with the bandits and then like with the dogs now what, with what you're doing
1: Oh, I have so many people to thank at the Bandits, including you and Jordan and everybody who helped me there, all the interns, everybody, staff top down, um, really helped me get to where I am today. If they they didn't take a chance on me as a young reporter who didn't have much experience at all, um, I wouldn't be doing the things I'm doing now. And, you know, it was a full circle moment for me to cover AU softball and the Big East softball tournament at that same field up in Rosemont, because that was a field I started out with bandits and, you know, it was sad to see the bandits go, but um, seeing these athletes compete in AU that were with the bandits who played against the bandits has been awesome because these female athletes need a space and need more publicity and yeah. more ways to do what they love and, and, and do their sport. And so it's been really cool Softball, I always say softball kind of became my niche on accident. I didn't mean for me to be so involved with softball, but I'm glad that I am, and women's sports in general, because um, I, I have a special place in my heart for that. And then getting to do the Dogs this year right next door has been really cool. I actually auditioned for the Chicago Dogs a couple years ago, and I was not ready at all. Like I had no experience from the Bandits, no experience from AU, nothing. And I didn't get the job. I mean, rightfully so. I was not ready. Um, And then, you know, years later, I decided to audition again. And I got it. And so it just goes to show that perseverance pays off. And it's really never too late to try to do something that you enjoy. Um, Yeah. So it's been an awesome experience. The Dogs are a great organization. Everybody I work with there has been so helpful. Um, Sam Brief is their play-by-play broadcaster over there. And he is fantastic to work with. They've even given me some opportunities to do some sideline reports for the broadcast too. So it has been great to kind of dip my toes into both worlds there. Yeah,
0: and I feel like it all starts within the organization, like especially with the bandits and like the dogs too, like the interns and like the staff, the management players, like everything from top to bottom has been like everyone supports each other and that's what you need in a successful organization, especially like if you want to keep going up like the ranks of, broadcasting yes. graph design whatever it is and yeah. just uh, you just need that support from everyone and like people to trust you and give you that one shot
1: yeah especially in a place like Chicago where it's so competitive and so huge yeah. um, like you said the fact that they give you a shot and let, are willing to let you try different things is just the experience is just worth everything because I was able to build a reel and kind of keep working off of that reel Um, being at live games, just the experience, just the trust that the organization gave me was hugely helpful.
0: Yeah. And going back to like perseverance, like you, like you want to live a life where you don't want any regrets. So like you try, you you, uh, try out for the dogs the first time, didn't make it. And then you come back and you made, you made it as a host the second time. So like, you just want to go, you go back, gain that experience. And then you don't want to have any regrets. So why not try again? Right.
1: Right. Absolutely. And, and you know, I work with two other hosts because it's a, it's a long season. So I work yeah. with um, Dash and Jenna are their names and they're, fa- they're fabulous hosts too. We kind of split the games. So it's a lot easier to, you know, still get your fix, your baseball fix. And um, that's such a great facility there too. If you've never been to a it dog, I mean, you have, but yeah. for anyone that's listening, if you've never been to a dogs game, I highly recommend it. I'm not just biased. It's a, it's a great stadium. It feels like a, an awesome minor league baseball game. And you get to watch baseball outside of Cubs and Sox in the area.
0: Yeah, it literally wins awards every single year for best stadium in minor league baseball, especially like when it, the expressway 294 looks out into yeah. the expressway. So that, that, that's a pretty cool feature that not a lot of stadiums get to experience.
1: Yeah, I, I agree 100%.
0: Yeah. So then, uh, before we get into like your back before, like you started all this, like you also like worked your way up from high school sports, like you did. So like, how do you get that start with high school sports before like working your way up to the bandits dogs and, uh, the ceiling after that?
1: Yeah, I actually started with the bandits first. And then I got the Comcast gig after that. And I truly saw people working for Comcast for CN 100 sports, um, which is sadly no longer a thing either. Um, but I was like, I need to do that. I need to get a hold of someone there. I need to get live reps. I need to go do another sport. And they had no contact information on their website, but um, it truly just goes to show that connections are everything. And so yeah. I knew the PA announcer, Matt, um, who's fabulous, Matt McLaughlin. Um, he, I told him about wanting to work for Comcast cause I think he'd worked for them at the time. And he said, oh yeah, I'll set you up with the person there um who's who's my boss I'll get you in touch with him because there was no contact info on the website I couldn't reach anyone through a Twitter DM or an Instagram DM so when I got a hold of the guy in charge at Comcast he was like yeah I saw your reel from the bandits I like your stuff Um, we'll get you on the schedule and that was the first time I actually got paid to do games and so I would go out with the crew on a Friday or a Saturday um, night or, e- or evening or during the day, and cover a high school football game, and it was all over the suburbs. I get to, you know, interview great athletes. I've done high school basketball games. Um, some of the people that I've covered in high school have gone on to be in the draft. Max Christie, um, who just got drafted by the Lakers, played for Michigan State. You know, just seeing some of these athletes climb the ranks and and. And really work their way up is has been really cool and it all starts at a high school you know high school basketball game so that's how I got to that and then again it's just been a grind ever since just trying to leverage that opportunity into another one into another one and make connections along the way ask for advice and critique along the way um you know with people like at the big 10 network or marquee or um with the big east so that's you know that's the goal
0: yeah and like you've seen a lot of great talent there especially like football basketball you, you've probably seen some of the best in this in the state It's so like right. how, how, how are those experiences when you like go up when you are like reporting for like teams that are like number one number two top five in the state and you're able to just you're able to just say wow and look at these athletes and see how, where they're gonna go
1: oh it's awesome because these high school games are almost more exciting than the college games some of them feel like college games <laughs> yeah um, they're huge these campuses are huge the fans all come out for the game the parents are excited the kids are excited Um, and it's nice because a lot of these athletes just appreciate the coverage they don't have a lot of reporters come out to their high school games very often so to have that and be the game of the week or you know something like that is really cool for them and I think sometimes I ran into some situations where the players were just like didn't know what to say in the interview they were just like speechless like yes or no one word answers and so that makes for a tough interview but for the most part they're really excited to be there um i remember i i did a friend basketball game and they won they like upset their rival and i interviewed um their point guard and he was just so excited to be interviewed he was like sweating it just felt like a really cool post-game interview there were kids like around everywhere it was like sh- shouting and cheering he could barely hear me so Just, it was just exciting atmosphere. It was always fun to do something. And it's led to so many great connections that I still have. Um, I've been able to partner with other companies through that, like this company called Versus Cancer. And they raise money for, you know, kids that have been struggling with an illness um, to kind of go out and be part of the high school team for the day and kind of, you know, get a jersey, run out with the team, practice with the team, get to do things that they might not otherwise get to do and um, I've gotten to cover some really cool stories through that
0: yeah and it's awesome what sports brings especially like when you do have like those like moments where it's like the with the cancer research and like having like all the all the kids like be able to run out on on in uniform with the teams yeah. and stuff like that like it's it's bigger than the actual sport and like 100%. those are the things that like really like takes everything takes this the sport to like a whole new level because everything is more than more than the outcome of the game. Well sure
1: it's bigger than it's bigger than basketball and it puts things into perspective because I think I I've been guilty of getting really caught up in pushing and trying to be better 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 and competing and it's like wait let me step back and experience this fully and make you know make myself actually feel something in this moment um that I didn't even think I would do when I moved here. You know, I just moved here with the goal of getting involved with sports as much as I could, but I didn't realize just how rewarding and how wonderful it would be. Um, It hasn't always been wonderful or easy, but it has been, it has been good.
0: Yeah. And then you get like all these networking, like you said, like networking is huge now, especially in literally every industry possible. Like if you have connections, like you get you you're gonna get some opportunity to actually do what you want to do and pursue what what you're trying to
1: yeah absolutely it's it's a little bit of networking timing and luck i always try to remember that someone told me that once and it's like it's so true because you could be the right person for the job but at the wrong time or just not what they're looking for and that has to be okay and that's something i've learned the hard way um I didn't always handle that with grace. Yeah. And I think I'm learning more about, about that and kind of developing as a person that is able to handle rejection.
0: Yeah. And that that's big, especially like that since like that brings also brings it back into perspective, like, especially like for me, like you just gotta, like you get caught up, especially in like, I'm sure for you, like you get caught up, like you said, in everything, like just trying to perfect yourself Yeah. and like how you're just perfecting like everything you you do but like you just got to take that step back and realize yep. that it's more than more than just the sport and like you're able to just go back and just go into that perspective with yeah like you and you get to experience whatever like from that opportunity that that comes
1: right 100 percent.
0: yeah so then you also like we said earlier you work with uh au athletes unlimited it's like what was that like especially like finding your way from the band is, to athletes unlimited and, like experiencing like that side of the things because it was a new it was a new league at the time and now it's going on it's going on strong right now so it's, yes. how, how's that been
1: oh awesome um I had such a great experience with them last year um the best thing I did was come into it not feeling like and I don't mean this the wrong way but I had to come into it feeling like these women were not like celebrities they are they 100% yeah. are but I had to come into it going Okay, this is just people I know. This is just another day. I know these women from the Bandits. It's no big deal. Because I think that helped make me more comfortable around them and then helped them be more comfortable with me yeah. in their dugouts. Um, you know, you get a little starstruck sometimes with certain athletes and certain sports you cover, but going into this really as a person – and having that that mindset helped me a lot because then I when it hit me that I was interviewing women like Kat Osterman, like legends in the game, um, it didn't feel as scary, you know. I mean, I was I was just talking about this earlier. She's so much taller than me, so I looked so silly like interviewing her for her no hitter last year. Um, but it was such a cool experience. Like, when else would you get to do that? You know, these are Olympians. These are incredible athletes that are playing in Rosemont um, and competing and being a part of different teams and the model for a U is so different. and so unique. It's so cool. Um, you know, Amanda Chittister, Erica, Piancastelli, all of these athletes, they're such nice people too. They, a lot of them are shy and they don't want to be interviewed, especially over the loudspeaker of the, you know, of the stadium. They'd be like, Oh, interview her, not me interview her. But a lot of them just want to have fun and they're out there to play the game they love. And I think that really makes the whole sport really fun and addicting and the fans are so great these young women come and watch them play softball and they just look up to these women and it's so cool to see um they're their idols you know and it's cool to be a part of that so I really had a great experience with them last summer I know they're starting back up again um soon in Rosemont they just finished AUX in San Diego um so yeah I just think that's going to continue to grow
0: yeah. So like wh- when you do do these interviews with the players, like how do you d- differentiate from like serious athletes to like when, or like serious questions and then like those that just want to have fun and just go with the flow of whatever, whatever topic you bring up.
1: Yeah. I think you just read the room. You can kind of tell because when I'm around them three four days a week, yeah. it's easy to tell who's going to be into doing something funny and who's like all business, like Kat Osterman's all business, but uh, some of the girls like Sasha Palacios and, and some of the other athletes like to have fun Hannah in, just to name a few uh you can tell which ones are, are leaders it's always like the, the women who have been on the team for a few years and they're used to it are a little more chatty a little more into that and like the rookies are kind of like is it okay to be this way but it's yeah. fun to watch them come out of their shell and be a part of be a part of that like I think last year um there was a like a walk off win or something happened where they did like the you know, the Gatorade shower, the ice bath and just being around for those moments has been so fun because you feel like you're part of something bigger and you know that everyone there is making memories and having a good time. It's yeah. not just like only about winning i mean sure it is they want to win they're competitive still but there's just more to it and i think that's really the fun part about it and i hope it stays for a long time because i know their volleyball and lacrosse and basketball their inaugural basketball season has been successful so softball is doing the same
0: yeah and it's just awesome to see especially from like everything like from like a few years ago to where where it is now like it's such a big platform and like Every, like they're everyone's getting televised now like yes. women's sports have definitely got gone up a notch, and like starting mm-hmm. to get like the the big television networks to cover them so it's just awesome to see and like yeah especially like starting with the bandits and like seeing where where everything is now like it's it's a whole it's awesome to see
1: yeah it really is i thought it was going to go away and now they're on espn and cbs and You know, we had this guy who won the championship last year. They they might run it back this year. Who knows? The Red Stars are good. People are like, at the company I work for now, CHGO, they're like, who's the team that's going to win a Chicago championship next? And I said, honestly, probably one of our women's teams. Our Red Stars are our Sky, because the White Sox promised to be really good. It's not looking great. Cubs, same. You know, Bears, we'll see, but doubtful um blackhawks didn't have a good year so it's really won the cup this year yeah exactly yeah um you know so we'll see maybe the bulls will be good again but it's been up to our women's teams and that's and that's been really awesome to see
0: yeah and it's just gonna keep going up from from there and like it's just gonna be awesome to see every single year the covers just get bigger and bigger especially for the women's sports
1: so deserving
0: absolutely So, like who's been some of your favorites that you've interviewed throughout like either whether, whether it be the band is au or like high school even like college anything
1: yeah uh, the first person that comes to mind is amanda Chittister, who plays uh, au softball she is an incredible athlete she's motivational she's exciting to watch um she's just contain her energy is contagious and when you yeah. leave a conversation with her you're like wow. Like you just feel different. She's, she's so awesome. And she's so pure and you can tell that everything that comes out of her mouth is genuine. Another fun one to interview is Show Ocasio. She's a fantastic pitcher. Um, really fun to watch. She's like a total beast out there, but then she's silly. And she has a good time. Um, I don't, I've interviewed a lot of great athletes, pro college. Um, I just finished the big East softball tournament and the players from UConn softball were So wonderful. They have so many traditions that they do that bring the team closer together. Their head coach, um, Laura Valentino is her name. And she was just so motivational and inspiring. Like being around that team, even for three days, made me come out a better person. And um, I wish I could have them around all the time. Uh, So they were great. Those are just a few. Um, But everyone has has been kind to me, welcoming to me. I've never had like a bad interview i've never had a moment where i was like i never want to talk to that person again like that's never happened so i i can't I have nothing bad to say
0: yeah and like you like the same goes for me like you, you can't really pick a favorite like sure there's a few that stick out but like honestly like every interview i do is yeah. my favorite because like i i don't have anything bad to say about them and it's just awesome connecting with all these all mm-hmm. these athletes and everyone else who i've who have an interviewed it's just awesome to see it like the path and the stories that everyone has
1: oh yeah like one of the players for UConn her name was Olivia Sappington I think she graduated this year so she's done uh, but she had so many injuries and she still remained a leader on the team even through her injuries and it's like she stepped up as that voice in the dugout and in the locker room to be like all right I know I can't play but what can I do while I'm here and so yeah. and you could easily be like a total downer about that and be kind of down in the dumps and not wanting to do as much or say as much but she continued to be a voice of reason and a voice of excitement and the motivation um so that was really cool to talk to her uh before that series and and then talk to her throughout and see the things that she was saying were really true about the team she wasn't just like pulling some pr stunt like how she felt about that team was was accurate
0: yeah it's just awesome seeing like especially like when people do get injured and like that they're just the dedication is there still, and like they just want to do anything they can to, yeah. whether it be to help them help their injury get better, uh, with like prehab, rehab, all that, and like as well as like making their mm-hmm. team like better's and like not yep. getting down on them and just being like that voice of reason, like you said, and just cheering everyone up when they need it.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's a, sure. it's a
0: long season too, so you you need guys, yeah, that, you need people like that.
1: Right, and you get it. You're an athlete, but I didn't play college softball or or even in high school I kind of stopped and continued like dancing and doing cheerleading and things like that so I didn't grow up as much with that team attitude so getting to see that now has been really cool Um, you know my brother played college college baseball but and I loved watching him but until you've actually experienced it firsthand in some way you don't really know
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's just, it's awesome to see that when it, when it does happen, but uh, going back Mm -hmm. to interviews a little bit here, uh, like how do you come up with, uh, with like great questions? Like when you are interviewing players, athletes, uh, personnel, whatever it is, and just like not to have like all the like repeated questions and just come up with new ones every time.
1: That's a good question. Um, Sometimes I repeat and I don't mean to all the time, but sometimes it just that's what you it know just happens, yeah. yeah it just happens um I worked with a talent development coach her name was Jill Montgomery she is great she's been on ESPN and, and many different networks and covered track and field um she really served as like my master's degree in broadcasting and made me a better broadcaster um, she developed me to ask better questions to make sure you don't get yes or no answers make sure you don't get yeah it was like the common question everyone always asks is like how does this feel and it's like yeah it's not really a good question you know and i i hear that even on the national networks and it's like it's not a good question because no one's going to say it feels terrible of course it feels good to win the stanley cup of course it feels good to to get a win you know at home or whatever it might be so asking questions that get better answers and and lead to more thought-provoking answers is what she really helped me work on and um you know, it's all about the who, what, when, where, why you, you don't want to ask questions that assume anything or tell people yeah. their business. Um, she was just incredibly helpful with that and still is. And, um, since then I've able, I've been able to kind of do it myself and think about kind of her in my head and asking good questions on my own. Um, but it really comes down to pre- preparation and being ready for the game, being ready for the series, having calls with coaches, Um, drawing back to other things that could be relevant or a storyline that might be relevant. Um, When you're prepared, you're good to go.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's the beauty of It's like, if you're prepared, like everything, everything, like you have all the information there, whether it be a series, a game, like anything. And like, especially like when you have like mentors, like, like Jill is to, and just Mm -hmm. to have that like in your head and just, you're able to just do it without like any or, or with muscle memory now and just like, just to think of questions that would really like stand out to uh, anything else that like when you don't, when you get the, like the yes or no answers.
1: Right. You just, I want to be better. I want to be more polished as a reporter and she's been a great resource and asset um, to have in my corner. She's been a wonderful person in my corner that helps me um, get, get there, get to that next level because, you know, yes, I can do it on my own, but I don't think I'd be as far as I am on my own without people like her in my life, without other mentors I've had in this industry um, that have helped me and watched my reel along the way and said, hey, I like this, but maybe ask it this way next time. Or why did you ask this question? And I kind of think about it. So it's been really cool to not only um, analyze my work in real time, but analyze it afterward and be yeah. like, all right, that wasn't a great question. How can I fix that for next time? Is that really relevant to what was happening in the game? Um, And people I've worked with have been so helpful too, like broadcasters that I've worked with, um, like John Fanta from the Big East, you know, having people in my corner like that have been, it's been huge.
0: Yeah. And like, sometimes you don't want to hear like all the, like the, the criticism, but like, it's definitely needed, especially like, especially like if you want to be the best you can be at your profession, Mm -hmm. like the criticism is like the best part because you just got to, because you you uh, see yourself one way, and then someone else sees yourself you're, what you're doing another way, and like just to have that like that back and forth, and just uh, yeah. see how how you get how you can get better, and like and then just like go up to them the next time and be like, how is that How did yeah. I do here? Like stuff like that. Like it's just it's awesome to see how it comes into play and like how much it inspires and like impacts your uh, profession.
1: and just having that extra perspective has been so key um that you might not think about like something a way you said something you might not think about it but someone said hey is that is that actually how you meant to say it or I'd move this here there um it's been so good to have people like that in my corner who care they're they're rooting for me they want to see me succeed they want to see me do well they want to see me get that next gig and it's a genuine you know care so I'm so grateful um I think that those people have made this industry and this work a lot easier on me because this, I always say this industry is not for the faint of heart. Like if you can't handle criticism or someone just being like, you're not my cup of tea, like you will quit and you have to be okay with that. I've had people say terrible things about my appearance and about my voice and about what I wear or whatever. Um, and yeah, it rocked me. It hurt my feelings. But you you get up the next day and you move on and you say, okay, well, I'll prove them wrong too.
0: Yeah. Is that how like, how you tune everyone out with like all like the bad, bad critics is just like just it's, an, it's another day, just move forward and just do whatever I can to help help myself uh, get to that next level?
1: Yeah. I had a news director back um, when I first started out in the industry who basically didn't really believe in me and believe that I could be on air um, at all she said I had you know some issues with my voice I didn't have a commanding sound or presence about me and I said okay well then I'm going to go do it somewhere else and I will and I did so um, you kind of have to block out the noise it does hurt at the time but I think once you get through that and you grow and you realize that that's one person's opinion that is one person who's not that into you and that's okay it's kind of like dating you know you kind of have to be um okay until you find the right fit yeah
0: and you also you also got to prove those prove those haters wrong and when you do it's a it's a great feeling it feels
1: good yeah it feels real good
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely but now you are you're now a social media director for chgo sports so like where where did you get that opportunity like how did how did that opportunity come up and like how how are you doing in that in that field
1: yeah it's it's such a crazy story jack how that happened um i had been speaking with some agents and some people in my corner who i was telling them you know i'm not really getting a lot of opportunities things have slowed down since december i did like one men's basketball game for uic on espn plus and i was like i need more i need more momentum i need more reps i'm not getting enough reps And so I was encouraged to start my own sports update, um, you know, little segment on YouTube. And the person I spoke to about it was like, you don't need, he's like, you don't have to even publish it anywhere. Just have it for you. You know, like if you don't want to publish it, if you're not ready for that, just have it for you. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll look into that. It might be something I want to do. And so I Googled that night, like Chicago sports minute show or like just to see if anything like that already existed i didn't want to copy someone but i was looking for a name for my show and what i would call it and sure enough what came up was the midway minute by um my now boss kevin kaduk and um i kind of checked it out and it was a newsletter based on chicago sports and it was like a morning update newsletter really cool really well written and i emailed kevin i didn't know him at the time and i said hey kevin um you know, can I help out with this? Is there anything you might need? I have a lot of experience in social media. I'm a broadcaster. I could do video content for you. I noticed it's mostly just written content. So if I could help you produce videos or do social, I, I'd love to, um, just to see if you'd be interested in bringing me on before I start my own thing. And um, Kevin Kadick said, you know, hey, your, your inquiry comes at a very interesting time. I'm actually in the middle of something. Can I get back to you in a few days? And I was like, sure. And I didn't really know what to expect. Um, and about three or four days later, I followed up and I had subscribed to his newsletter and I saw that his newsletter was ending. He was like, hey, I'm shutting down the newsletter. I'll let you guys know what's next. And I was like, oh crap, I'm too late. Like he's ending it. And then he reached back out to me and he was like, Hey, we're actually starting up CHGO sports. That's why I had to end my newsletter. And I'm launching this new sports media company with a few other people. Um, And he, you know, was interested and he's like, we'll continue the conversation, but I think it could be a place for you. And so if I didn't reach out about doing that sports minute update, you know, video, I would have not known about CHGO when it first launched and, um, I was kind of in the right place right time and so you know i did a couple interviews and it worked out and being their social media director has been such a cool opportunity it's been so fun to be like the head of social there because i'm able to work with so many awesome hosts and people who are writers and people who have been in the industry for a short time and some who have been in the industry for many many years so bulls bears cubs socks fire red stars sky all of it um Blackhawks, everybody has been so great. I work with such an awesome group of people. Um, It's so fun to bounce ideas off each other and and build off of something really cool that we started in March and has grown tremendously since then. And we're just going to continue to grow. We just want to keep growing, uh, keep bringing really fun coverage of Chicago sports to our fans because, you know, the company All City started in Denver and they have DNVR and PHNX out in Phoenix. But starting chgo has been different because chicago sports fans are different yeah. you know they're different than cnx fans or denver fans they're a little bit more intense um we have a, some more championships that we kind of ride or die on and oh, yeah. um so yeah it's been really fun it's been such a cool learning experience and i've, I've loved every second
0: yeah and that, that's such an awesome awesome story to get to where you are because like like you said earlier it's a a little bit of luck but right place right time and it was perfect for you and just to go into like an industry like that where you already really enjoy sports and you get to and you're in Chicago and Chicago sports like you said is it's a different it's a different breed out there so like just to have that connectivity to, to it and like you guys have a you guys have a podcast too right?
1: Yeah, we're we have a bunch of podcasts. We have a podcast for each team. Um, so you can find us on on Twitter at chgo underscore sports. Our podcasts are on Spotify and Apple. We have one for every single pro team in Chicago. Um, and it's been cool that we cover you know the women's teams too. We have a Red Stars coverage. We have Sky coverage. Um, we have Fire coverage. Things that, you know, not as many people are talking about. Everyone's talking about the Bulls. The Bears are our yeah. bread and butter, but. Um, it's been great to have kind of an all encompassing group and we're just going to continue to grow. You know, you can find our podcasts. I think they're honestly, they're daily, honestly. And so we're always trying to bring fresh new content and everyone's working really hard to write good stories. Um, And when you become a member, you get a free t-shirt, which is pretty cool too. Good little perk there. Um, So yeah, it's been such a cool opportunity. We've been at the white Sox and Cubs opening day. We had a Bulls watch party for the playoffs. We went to a White Sox game all together last week. Um, so just kind of building that community in Chicago has been something I never even imagined. It's been so cool. And
0: yeah, like that. That's just awesome. Especially like when you do a podcast for not only the, the men's sports, but the women's sports too. And like, yes. you're just like, it's a whole, like you're just. Giving all the information out and like making it a bit more a bit more widespread like like it should be and like it's just it's just awesome to see where where it goes from from there. Yeah,
1: it's been so fun and we we have been having a blast. Like a couple of weeks ago, we did a '80s movie uh, snake draft and kind of drafted our favorite '80s movies. And I liked my list. I got a lot of hate, but I also got a lot of love. So uh, it was just we just do fun stuff and and we have fun while we're at it. Like we went to Portillo's and tried the garden, you know, veggie hot dog, just making fun content, you know, making TikToks, doing all of the different things. Um, and the people I work with have been so supportive of ideas that I have. I was, I was hesitant. I was like, is this going to be a good environment for a woman to come into, especially with a lot of men that work there? Yeah. It's been beyond my expectations, the kindness, the generosity, the respect that I received there. Um, I couldn't have asked for a better work environment.
0: Yeah, that, that's unreal, and that's what you need to feel comfortable in in an organization is just to have mm-hmm. that comfortability and, like, respect no matter what, and, like, so you, you guys make fun content, like you said, it's, like, w- as a social director, like, what, what do you do to help make that, like, fun content, like, post on the social media apps?
1: Yeah, so, you know, the basics are getting the stories that our writers are writing up on the, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, um, but we wanna do a lot of behind the scenes content too. So anytime we have anything fun going on in studio or a special guest coming on, like tomorrow we have the new Blackhawks head coach, Luke Richardson coming on the Blackhawks show. So he'll be in studio with us. We'll do like a fun rapid fire, a couple questions with him. Uh, But we've had broadcasters, athletes on the show, different people on every show, whether it's remote or um, in studio. And I just, my job is to promote that and to promote the show, promote that we have new episodes coming out every day. To promote that, we are always kind of on and, and there for the fans in Chicago. And then fun content, like I said, like interesting little challenges and TikToks. And, you know, uh, I don't know, we, we're going to do like Wrigleyville bar rankings pretty soon um, that aren't in the Cubs network of bars. So just fun stuff. And it's been cool that everyone's been really open and receptive to my ideas. Like when we had the anniversary of michael jordan doing his shrug (laughs) Uh, i had everybody like do the shrug in different ways around the office and we like put the video together and it actually turned out really funny and it was a good you know idea and no one's ever been like no i don't want to do that everyone's always down for whatever and so it's been really fun
0: yeah and like that that's what it's all about it's just the fun content like everyone like everyone's just having fun because like when you when you work like it's a job but you also like want to have fun like make it not seem like a job so just having that fun atmosphere like it brings out a whole different energy within the whole than the whole organization or
1: the whole company yeah a lot of us say like we can't believe we get to do this for a job every day like it's so crazy that we get to come to work and do this Um, my quality of life has definitely improved um, you know since since working for CHGO I've been really happy and I'm having a lot of fun and they even let me do the podcast sometimes like I got to host an all women's panel on the podcast one day and I come on as a regular guest on our CHGO uh, sports podcast where we just do fun stuff so it's been really cool to kind of mix my role a little bit
0: yeah for sure and like what is it is it hard to like continue to like find the trends and everything to help like the interactive part of social media and like how how do you like when it is like gets hard like how do you like separate yourself from the trends that you see to incorporate that into the social Mm -hmm. game for you
1: yeah it is hard because everyone's always stepping up their game and doing more and more um and we make sure that we differentiate ourselves from a company like barstool chicago because they're they're similar they're a podcast sports company in chicago so we, we make sure we differentiate ourselves and um, you know, still utilize fun ideas that we see, um, but do our own thing to be our own company. So um, it's sometimes it's hard to pick up on trends and do them fast enough, but that's the beauty of social media. Not every trend is right for CHGO yep. and that's okay. And so we try to act fast when there is something, but I'm a social media team of one. Uh, my producers are so helpful. My team's so helpful. But, you know, sometimes it's down to just me making a video. And um, I'm really proud of when I could get something out quickly. But I look at what other teams are doing, what's trending in social media, what what's happening in the world of sports, you know, for that week. Yeah. And I rely on my hosts and the guys who cover these teams on the beat to help me with ideas, too. You know, it's not just me. It's a team effort. And everyone's been really great about, hey, you know, so-and-so is throwing out the first pitch tonight, or so-and-so is starting pitching tonight, or hey, we need to cover this press conference for the Blackhawks. Um, people keep me in the loop, too, because it's a lot for one person to do on their own.
0: Yeah, it's nice when you have a couple people to help you, help your, uh, help your job a little bit, be better, yes. and, like, to get those those information, like, the first pitch, and, like, maybe some maybe someone else sees something that someone else posts, and, like, just, yeah. to, just to connect it a little bit.
1: Yes, 100%. And, and all the guys I work with and women I work with have been doing that for me. And we have like quick little check-ins on Monday. Like, hey, what's going on with your with your beat this week? Like what, what, what's happening in Bulls Nation, you know? Yeah. Um, everybody's really good about that.
0: Yeah, that that's awesome. So like throughout like everything you've learned throughout like our experience from broadcasting, reporting, social media, like what have been some of the biggest things that you learned to help like to help boost your career even further than you ever thought possible
1: um that's such a good question I think just to really never give up it's never too late you know I had someone tell me once like don't pursue this into your 30s it's just not worth and I'm like that's terrible advice you know people say that's
0: not good advice
1: definitely pursue this in your I'm 31 I'm still pursuing it um and I will continue to do so and so just to block out the noise and and focus on your own growth like someone else's success is not make or break your success it doesn't change you and your path so just keep going Uh, another lesson i learned was to be where your feet are to be present in the moment that you're in because it's so easy to be like i want that i want this i want that but when you stop and go i am here right now experiencing this really cool thing that i didn't think i was going to have a year ago that's cool That's something to be proud of. So be where your feet are, block out the noise um, and continue to hustle, you know, work while everyone's sleeping. Um, That's hard to do because you miss weddings and vacations and some fun stuff because you're covering games and you're working while everyone's having fun, but it's going to pay off. And if you just trust the process and trust that it only takes one person to notice you and say, yeah, I see something in them. I'm going to give them a chance. That right person that looks at your real. that's all it takes sometimes. And um, that has been really helpful for me to remember every day that, like you said, in the beginning of this interview, it's about the journey, not the destination. Because once you reach the destination, you're just like, okay, now what? Now what? So be where your feet are and enjoy that journey. And good things will come if you're kind to people in this industry, if you are generous, if you help people along the way like so many people have given me advice so I would never turn anyone away who's seeking advice whether they're a college student or someone working in the industry trying to you know work on things I always share what I've learned with them too because I was so grateful for the people that helped me you know if I didn't have them I don't know where I'd be
0: yeah. And like that, that's awesome. What you learned and experienced. And like, it also, it's great advice too, to everyone, especially whoever's looking to get into, into the social industry, the broadcasting industry, like literally any industry, honestly, it's just to keep going and like uh, knock out or knock, yeah, knock out the noise and just not listen to like the, the haters and just keep doing what you're doing like that. That's some yes. great advice.
1: Yeah. It's not always easy either. There's days I'm yeah. not perfect at doing those things, but um, it's important that you just kind of remember those things.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what's been like the best part of your job so far?
1: The best part was very, of my very, job? Um, gosh, that's such a good question. I think it's the people. It is the people, yes. whether it be a sports broadcasting interview or the guys and women i work with at chgo um the people are so <laughs> wonderful and and helpful and kind and i know everyone says that but like it's true because i've been in places and in jobs where the people situation wasn't great and it affected my well-being it affected my whole you know everything yeah. and when you have good people in your corner, whether they're in Ohio back where I'm from or here in Chicago that I work with now, it makes all the difference and that's the best part of the job and it's not only the people I work with, but it's the people I get to meet along the way like we just had this White Sox tailgate. We met so many cool fans and people that came because they like CHGO and they like the White Sox and they wanted to meet us and we wanted to meet them and so um, just to know that what you're doing is paying off and we're actually growing and reaching people has been really cool.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome. Like that's what you, that's what you come to this job looking to do is just making yeah. an impact on not only the, the company, but like other people that are wa- either listening to the listening to podcast, listening, uh, listening to your show, like whatever it is, just to make that impact in, on people and like be also interactive with your fans, the fans of the yeah. team, just everything.
1: And we laugh too. That's the best part about it. Like you, you go to your job and you laugh, you have fun. Things are funny. Um, even if the show doesn't go well, it's you just laugh it off. And that's been that has been huge.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And for this last part of the podcast uh, for this episode, uh, we have some Q&A questions if you want to if you want to answer them.
1: Let's do it. I love it.
0: Uh, so I'll be a little rapid fire. So first question is, uh, if you could live anywhere, where would it be?
1: Hmm, that's such a good question Italy why because I've never been I'm dying to go um, I'm I'm Italian and I think it would be so cool to live there like yeah in Venice or I don't even I don't even know I would just love to live in Italy I think it's it looks beautiful and I just want to travel more so that would be my pick
0: yeah that's a that's a great pick any honestly pretty much anywhere overseas like in Italy like
1: Greece Italy yeah. Greece
0: like places like those, like that, it would be pretty cool to live and just experience everything from a different, from a different standpoint.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: All right. Next question is, uh, who's your hero?
1: Oh, such a good question. (laughs) My mom, my mom is my hero. That's probably a basic answer, but she's like the strongest woman I know. And I don't know that I could do a lot of things that I know without her. I go to her for advice all the time, whether it's about cooking a recipe or my life, my love, my job, whatever it is. Um, she's someone I always go to and she's a lot like me. So we have, you know, sometimes we butt heads, but she's still my number one.
0: (laughs) Always good to have that support system, especially (laughs) like when you drop back, when uh, something isn't going right and like they'll bring you right back up. For sure. Yeah, so then the next one, what motivates you to work hard? And like who uh, like who also motivates you to work hard?
1: That's a really good question. Um, What motivates me to work hard is, knowing that I've seen success already when I work hard, like it pays off. So seeing that come to fruition has really motivated me to keep going. Um, Cause you have to have that internal drive or you're just not going to do it. You're not going to yeah. try hard enough. If you don't have that internal feeling that you need to do this. Um, and who I would say the people close to me, my family, my coworkers, my boyfriend, everybody around me who is like, Casey, keep going. You're doing great. You are good at this. They motivate me.
0: Yeah, that, that's awesome like that support system goes back to where it was before and like if you have that support system like the sky like the the roofs, the or there yeah. is no there is no roof like you just continue yes. to, to continue to go right through it totally so uh, for this next one like say you're at you're at a bar and like it's karaoke like what would you sing at karaoke night
1: oh man that's a good question i love karaoke first of all i've done it many of times um, especially at a bar in Columbus that we used to go to after the Blue Jackets games I loved singing with my co-workers um, oh that's such a hard question I don't know like a song offhand that I would pick probably like a Dua Lipa song because yeah. I just love her, those, and I would those, her or- those songs are awesome yeah they're so fun to sing I'm not really a really good singer but I have to sing every night for the dogs games I have to sing the 7th inning stretch and happy birthday oh that's always rough for me and everyone involved, but I do it. Um, I don't know. I just love the stage. So probably a doodolipa song or a Coldplay song.
0: Yeah. I'm not a good singer. I'm not a good singer either. So we have, so like that, but like you do it just for, just for fun, like
1: yeah. just having a good
0: time with the, with your friends, your family, like <laughs> why, like, why not just make, yeah. just embarrass yourself a little bit.
1: I don't even get embarrassed easily. Like I have no shame. So it's all good. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I do get embarrassed, but I'll, I'll do it just for the fun of it. Good. And then uh, my last Q&A question is, if you could choose to do anything for a day, what would it be?
1: Wow. Like for a job?
0: Yeah. Any, just anything. anything. Just anything.
1: If I could choose to do anything for a day. I think... I would choose to be a celebrity for a day, like to feel what it feels like to like have paparazzi follow you and to like be famous, like, like that kind of famous would be kind of cool. I don't think I'd want it for more than a day though. Like, I don't, I don't know that I'd like that, but I just want to experience that. um, To see what that feels like to see how they live, because at the end of the day, they are just regular people just like us. Like they put their pants on the same way but I think it'd still be kind of cool to just see what that's like.
0: Yeah. I, I always wonder about that. Like how like that is with paparazzi like, do they get anything done? Like they go to the store and they're probably surrounded <laughs> by like, hundreds of people and yeah. can't really shop or anything.
1: Yeah. It's probably awful, but I think I just, I would, I want to know. That's a hard question. There's a lot of things I want to do with one day.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot you could do with that day, but this also brings me to another one. This will be the last one. If you could eat anything for a day, what would it be? Like a meal or anything?
1: Hmm. My favorite meal. That's so tough. I love food. I really love Italian food, so I'd probably pick something Italian, like a really good pasta dish. I also really like like a good steak and like a twice baked potato. So maybe that something really hearty.
0: <laughs> it's making me hungry now. But there's not yeah. you, you can't go wrong with steak or, or pasta right. or anything like that. Like you you're just gonna eat it and like I'd eat it for the rest of my life. Absolutely.
1: Yes. yes. There's a a place in Chicago. The name is escaping me, but, but that is is the name of of the steakhouse. I took my. My boyfriend there for his birthday, and we had the best steak ever. But we were so full because we literally tried to eat every last bite of everything we ordered, and we were like, "We can't waste this. We can't waste it." So we just kept eating. We felt like death after, but it was totally worth it. Oh yeah,
0: it's it's definitely worth it. But like, if you're if you're in Chicago, you you guys got to go check that out. Check that that steakhouse out, and just enjoy right, the yes. enjoy the steak there. So good. Yeah, but uh, Casey. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and I look forward to, follow, to continue to see your amazing work the rest of the way. And like, I really appreciate you sharing your story and, and just being able to, to connect and talk to you again.
1: Thank you so much, Jack. I loved being a, a part of this today and please keep it up because I love what you're doing here. I love that you're still involved with this and with hockey and, and kind of living out your dreams too. So I will continue to tell everyone about your show and um, let's stay in touch.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I I appreciate everything you do, and I, I appreciate it.
1: Thank you, Jack. I'll talk to you soon.